Welcome to the Grace for the Growth podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Leo. The goal of this podcast is to encourage you on your own growth journey by empowering you to live your life with authenticity, freedom, and confidence. We will get real and raw as we dive into honest conversations about life, faith, business, relationships, dating, healing, and so much more. My goal is that you would walk away from our time together feeling a little less alone, a little less crazy, and a little more brave to be yourself. I hope you will find yourself more compassionate to past you, challenged as present you, and excited for future you. Embrace the story. Welcome the messy of it all. Sit in the unknown. And most importantly, live authentically. So pull up a chair in my virtual living room and let's dive into today's conversation. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited for today's episode. I've got a special guest for us today. Um, I have somebody very important to my life. Dom Leo is here, who happens to be my brother. Um, So thanks for being here. I'm going to read your bio and we will jump and get started. So Uh, Dom is a personal coach that works one-on-one with people to break through the barriers that are in their growth and health journey. Dom has been involved in the health and wellness space for over a decade and has a passion for personal growth. He and his wife have been in the network marketing space for almost four years, and in that time, they have earned top 10 income earners for their age group multiple times and have helped almost a 1,000 people become healthier and build an individual income stream. Dom is passionate about working with people to help them achieve their health goals as well as reach new heights in life. And I am so thankful that you are here. What a joy to have been able to watch you on this journey for the last, you know, however many years, but thanks for being here, Dom. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's great to connect with you today, Courtney. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, so we're going to jump straight in, straight into today's conversation. You have been through a lot of life changes and pivots over the years, and I have admired the way that you persevere, the way that you have developed and shifted and pivoted and your journey is just full of twists and turns. And I think a lot of people can relate to that experience um, and what that, oh, this is not what I thought life was going to look like, Mm -hmm. or this is a shift or, all right, here we go. (laughs) Like We're going to change and pivot this way. So, so let's go back a little bit and tell us a little bit about your journey, what it's taught you along the way and um, whatever encouragement you want to share with us today. Yeah, I I think that's a great place to start. (sighs) As far as pivoting and changes, I, the the underlying theme for me was always that I was going to be okay. Mm. I just had this knowing, and I want to hit on this in a second between knowing and understanding. Because I had this understanding that I was going to be okay. You know, I'm a person of faith and, and, you know, the word says that God works all things for our good. And so there was decisions that I made as far as transferring colleges, like, man, is this the right decision? I don't know, but I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I believed enough in myself that one way or another, I was going to survive. I never freaked out about this or that. It's funny. We had a big storm come in yesterday and I, I've never had fear of big thunderstorms or rain or anything like that. It's just because I was just like, I just have this 
confidence and belief that I'm going to be okay. And that belief in myself and belief in, and faith in God that I'm going to be, I'm going to be all right has really been that underlying theme of why I can change and and develop and pivot is a hot word. How I can do that so frequently. And it's not been easy. There's, there's been challenges with that, but when you've got the underlying theme and that true core belief and understanding that you're going to be okay and you trust yourself and you trust your creator, Mm. everything else can build on top of that. Yeah. So the, the thing I wanted to hit on when I I just talked about it between knowing and understanding is the difference. And I, and I know we've got people listening, but knowing is, is up here in your head and understanding is in your heart. Yeah. So you can, you can know all the Bible verses, for example, you can, you can recite them. You can, um, know all these facts or know that, that God has a plan for your life. And everyone talks about Jeremiah 29, 11, or I know the plans that I have for you, but when you understand them and they create roots in your heart and in your soul, you don't have to speak them out. You don't have to just say them. They, they radiate through your life. Yeah. So, so that is the difference between knowing and understanding between the true change of just accumulating knowledge, which been guilty of, I I love to, I had loved to, um, be a, a knowledge gainer because I wanted to impress people, but I never understood the principles and concepts that I was reading or listening to. So as we're going through this, and those listening to, to our conversation today, be someone that begins to understand concepts, not just know them, not just yeah. be like, Ooh, this is a good sound bite. Let me throw this at my friend or throw this at my parents so they can be impressed with me. And they think I'm very mature for my age or whatever the heck that means. But why don't we just produce it in our life yeah. and, and let that understanding radiate yeah. through us. And, you know, true change doesn't require an announcement. You don't have yeah. to, I've changed. Like I'm different <laughs> by your fruit. You'll know them. Yes. Like, the fruit that they produce, you will know that they've changed or, or people will know that you've changed by the fruit in your life that you've produced. Yeah. And that's, that's such a huge concept and it's so biblical. I mean, you just quoted scripture left and right there. It's so biblical. And how many times, like, especially in this day and age, do we talk about just like going through the motions, whether it's in faith, whether it's through this like desire to perform, this feeling to perform that we just go through the motions. And even in the social media age, like we just do what we feel like we either are supposed to do or what's going to look best or what's going to look right. And what I hear you saying is like this challenge to call yourself to a higher place of understanding of acknowledging and just doing it, not doing it for show, not doing it because it's the right thing to do to check the box in your faith and your religion, like, but to really internalize faith, to internalize growth and to allow it to set root in you Mm -hmm. and, and, do that. Like, I just think there's too many people in the world who are just going through the motions or just sharing things or just saying things to look a certain way because they feel like it's supposed to do, but they're not allowing the fruit of the spirit. They're not allowing these thoughts. They're not allowing scripture. They're not allowing these 
mentorship, all this kind of stuff to like take root in who they are and to come out and change, actually affect change in their life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lack of honesty and it's yeah. in duality. It's, yeah. it is when you're on the surface level and doing things, whether that is for the social media view or for what other people think you are just in constant disconnect with yourself and you're yeah. honest yeah. and it takes that honesty and objectivity and being vulnerable with yourself to say, man, this is, I don't feel this way. I, I don't believe this or, man, I'm doing this for show and not doing that deep internal work and being honest with yourself that say, wow, I, I've realized that I've gained all of this knowledge. I've, I've read all of these books. I've listened to all these podcasts as ammunition mm. for myself to either win arguments, to impress other people or gain acceptance because I want, I want this um, acceptance into a group or, or receiving praise based on my performance. And it's, it's a, it's living a life of duality and there's constant tension and constant stress that will be shown throughout your life, whether that is poor relationships, whether that is, um, lack of health, your body begins to break down because you're holding on to this stress for so, so long. And yeah learning how to let those things go and learning and exercising the mechanism of letting go truly. And you, you'll learn that your, your life will begin to open up and letting go is so important because it's, it's the analogy of if you're going to go climb a mountain, right? we're pretty close to the Smoky Mountains, you know, Mount Laconso all day hike. You don't pack everything you possibly can in your bag, mm. right? it's really hard to get to the top of the mountain with a ton of stuff on you, whether that's more knowledge, whether that is, you know, just forcing down the pain or whether you, once you feel feelings, you, you get rid of them or you find your way to numb out, whatever that may be. For some people that's food, for some people that's, you know, drugs, for some people that's guilt or streaming or Netflix or whatever it is. Social media. Social media, right? There's this, you, you don't add all these things into your bag to get to the top of the mountain It's what you let go. And you'll learn as you begin to let go, you, you open up so much more bandwidth mm. in, in your day to day to where you can now create, you can now live free. You can live at peace. And it truly is really powerful. It's the way we were designed and deserve to live is wow. free and with peace and just letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Dive deeper into this concept of letting go. Cause I think a lot of times when we hear this phrase, letting go, it's a loss, it's a lack, you know, it's, uh, when I, when I hear letting go or I'm in conversations with people, it's like, um, I think a lot of times, well, there's the dogs. Um, a lot of times they get one, one showcase an episode. Um, but I think sometimes when we think of letting go, we see it as like a loss, a lack, letting go of a person, a relationship. Sometimes we attribute it to forgiveness. Um, so when you say letting go, kind of dive into that. What, what do you mean by that? Letting go is, was misunderstood by me as an apathetic response to just be like, whatever, just put my hands up and not do anything. Letting go is 
and there's a really, really good book about it. It's called Letting Go. And um, it is a practice of, of letting the full feeling or emotion, negative emotion that is up, up, like on you, letting it all the way come up, letting it come up fully. And whether that comes with tears, whether that comes with, you know, being upset, don't be afraid of letting that go and, and letting it all come up and letting the energy behind it dissipate and just taking deep breaths. We have so much built up just crap from mm -hmm. when we were younger or when we were, you know, programmed as a kid or when, you know, we've had a traumatic event and there are negative emotions involved and that impacts our thoughts, that impacts our feelings, that impacts our actions and, you know, eventually impacts our results. And so there are a couple ways that people express negative emotions or deal with negative emotions. And this is straight from the book. Um, and it is, they suppress or repress them. So suppressing is consciously stuffing them down. And that was something that I did, which I mistakenly took that biblically as far as take all thoughts captive yeah. and make them obedient to Christ is, was anytime there was a negative thought of say unforgiveness, it was immediately like, Nope, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't think about that. I don't think about it. No, I don't think about that. No, if you take the thought captive, you can fully observe it. And yeah. so you, you let that come up. You, you let that, you sit in that unforgiveness or you sit in that anger for a little bit and, and not stew, not let it fester, but you observe it objectively, almost like you're looking from the outside of your own thoughts and you take some deep breaths and you observe it and you realize that that doesn't have control over you anymore. There's, there's a, there's a lie that I, I believed in for so long that, oh, I have to, this is going to be such a long process. This is going to be such a, mm. I need to get free from this. This is going to take so long. And yes, there is a journey of growth and it's ever evolving and it never stops. But if there's something that you're struggling with, you can be free and you deserve to be free today. You do not have to struggle. You do not have to grind it out. You do not have to grip this sand so much tighter because it's going to slip through your fingers. You deserve to be free today. That's simple. It doesn't yeah. take a lot of effort to let go. There's yeah. no white knuckling. There is no teeth gritting. Mm -hmm. You just get to let it go and you deserve to let it go. And so suppression is one of those and repression. Repression is unconsciously, whether that yes. was a traumatic event as a kid, um, you know, whether that could be abuse or anything like that, where your conscious mind, your subconscious mind doesn't even want to bring it up and it's going to be suppressed. And that yeah. is where coaching comes in. That is where one-on-one um, -on -one help comes in to where those questions can be asked in a safe environment and things get brought up and you get the opportunity to let them go. And it's very, very powerful. That is something that I've invested in. That's something I know you invest in. Mm -hmm. And it is very, very powerful and very freeing. So suppression and repression is grouped in one of those ways. Yeah. The next one is expression, okay? A lot of people use this as venting. And it's mm -hmm. been, I remember like venting was a big thing 
five years ago or something like, let's go get coffee and vent. Let's just blow off steam, get our emotions out. The thing about venting and expression, and it doesn't have to be just talking, is that it only gets off the top layer of those emotions. So like let's say the 20% to where you feel good enough that like you get done with a vent session, you're like, oh, whew, I'm good. But you haven't gotten into the roots. You've pulled a couple branches off of the weeds, but you haven't gotten down deep into the roots and truly let all of that stuff come up. Yeah. So that that's that that can be such a deceiving way to deal with negative emotions. All right. And the last one is projection. Okay. So let's say you are somebody that is very cynical. You always believe someone's getting ready to take advantage of you. You're so you're 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 very nervous that anytime someone offers you something, you have a hard time receiving it because there's going to be a catch at the other end, or you're going to feel mm-hmm. like you're in debt with that person. You will project that to other people to where if you're doing something nice for someone, you will overextend yourself and be like, really nothing, like no big deal. You don't have to yeah. pay me back or you'll, you'll be, you'll just push this on other people where some people are like, maybe it's my own insecurities. If you ever hear people say that when you're addressing conversations, that's usually where it is. Yeah. That projection of that negative emotion. And so, instead of using those to deal with your emotions because they never truly go away. You just sort of mm-hmm. hit on them. Your expression mm-hmm. kind of goes away for the present time. Expression kind of blows off steam. You feel like you've done something. You've never done it in projection. It's always somebody else's fault. Yeah. Instead of doing those things, letting go is so much more powerful to where if you, let's say you have, you're very cynical or you have trust issues. If you can chop off the branch, you don't have to deal with the leaves. Yeah. Right? If you can let go of this and release it, you don't have to deal with the leaves. So it is a process that I've had to learn and grow in, and it is tough. Yeah. It can be tough to where so. where you are in the middle of doing something and you're like, whoa, wait, okay, hold on. I need to let this go. And you need to pull pull back from something or, you know, go run into the closet and just take a deep breath and sit with your emotions for a second and, and yeah. let go of the resistance to letting go. Because a lot of people have fear in, well, who am I gonna be if I let this go? Yeah. For example, and and, and I will be, be honest here, that when I was growing up, I got love based on performance. And so if I performed, if I did something well. I got love. I got attention. And that's how me as a kid perceived love. And that wasn't the case. And my parents were great. Our parents were great. But that's how I I received it as a kid. And so my battle of letting go of performance-based love. And so I'm doing this still today, 10 minutes before we got on this call. <laughs> you know, I, I'm here to do a call and to talk to people and impact them. And what is my motive behind this? Do I yeah. want to have people say, oh, Dom, that was so good. You did a great job. And so mm-hmm. I was sitting here prepping. I was making my last couple of notes and I felt that emotion come up. And I just took a step out, sat on my porch and let go and let go of that need for emotion and it, it freed me up and gave me so much more bandwidth because I was having a hard time collecting my thoughts. Yeah. There's no 
surprise that <laughs> the the mechanism is getting jammed. My brain was getting jammed because I was so concerned with my performance versus yeah. letting go of that performance and just being at peace. Yeah. Wow. There is so much in there. I think, I think what you gave was so valuable. Personally, I see myself in number two in expression and having lots of big emotions and feeling lots of emotions. And, and I want to go back for a second to what you talked about, um, diving in and acknowledging your past and acknowledging this kind of filter that we've created. I mean, we all do it, right? Consciously, subconsciously, we we all do it as we are growing up. Um, I've learned it as what you've been conditioned to do, right? And how you've been conditioned to process. There's no right or wrong reason why that happened or how that came to be or, you know, how it's transpired, but it's what happened in your past. It makes you who you are and what we do with that is up to us moving forward. And so for me, that expression of emotions, like I can have this high emotions, I can feel what I feel, but what I've had to work on is, am I really getting to the root of what's going on or am I just living with feelings and the highs and the lows of it? Like, am I going through it because of the emotional high and I'm getting that emotional high or am I cutting off those leaves, like you said, because it like feels good and it feels what I need to do in the moment rather than getting to the root. But am I really getting to the bottom of it? Am I really getting to what's going on? Why do I feel this way? What is the thing that triggered me emotionally? Okay, like when do I need to take a beat? And this is why I'm so passionate about helping people. And I'm a huge advocate for for working with somebody else, whether it's a, a mentor or, or a coach or a therapist, like working with somebody who can sit there with you in the mess and go, okay. <laughs> We've got some default settings for better, for worse. It doesn't necessarily mean like, I mean, like maybe it's from a traumatic event. Maybe it's just from how you've been conditioned, but we've got some default settings here and let's figure out what those defaults are. And I think that example of what you just gave a few minutes ago is a great example of that default coming up. And now that you're aware of it saying, okay, I'm not going to be mad at this, but I'm just going to acknowledge this. Yeah. Going back into your past is so important. And, and that's what a coach or, or therapist or a mentor is, is so important to, to be with. And, and if you refuse to be honest with yourself, if you mm -hmm. refuse to be honest with your coach or therapist or mentor, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your time. Yeah. And so you cannot heal what you are in denial of. So until yeah. you take a step back and get rid of your pride and let go of your pride and ego, you will be stuck in this trap the whole time because your pride and ego just wants to keep you where you are because it's comfortable. Yeah. It's comfortable for me. It has been comfortable for me to be addicted to disappointment. Mm -hmm. I will sabotage myself. I have sabotaged myself in the past to be wow. addicted to disappointment. We have different emotions that are just normal and the usual for us based on different mm -hmm. situations as we've grown up, as we've experienced life and the blows of life that happen sometimes mm -hmm. that we have found the familiar and we are addicted to the familiar emotions that we have, positive 
or negative to where you notice the little kid starts crying because they hit their hand or hit their elbow and no one's looking. So they stop and they look around and once someone gives them attention, they start crying again. That is why I was addicted to disappointment because I wanted that encouragement. Mm. I wanted someone else to tell me, oh, you're doing a great job, Tom. Versus me letting go of that addiction to disappointment and addiction to guilt and not trusting myself Mm. and knowing and letting go of the need for someone to say, hey, Dom, you did a great job there. Like, wow, you spoke really well right there. Great job. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. But internally, I know. I know. I didn't Mm. need that. I'm not doing that for the great job. So I've let go of the need to whenever we get off of this, if I did a great job, if I didn't do a great job, for someone to tell me, oh, man, I I heard your podcast. Like, that was a great, you did a great job. Thank you. Mm. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate it. I'm not saying don't tell me. (laughs) I I appreciate it. But I'm not doing it for that. I'm not addicted to that uplifting. And it's a journey that I've had to go through and letting go. And there's a ton of stuff that we all have where... It is false humility of being like, ah, mm. no, that was nothing. Like, ah, I was, man, I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, you know, that was just off the cuff or whatever. That's pride. That yeah. is pride and not receiving a compliment because one, you don't think you're yeah. worthy of it or you want someone to push back after you're like, oh, that's nothing. You're like, no, you really did a good job. That's false yeah. humility, which is pride. And, yeah. and you are attached to their response to you. And, attachments are very unhealthy and you'd be very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I'm attached. I'm tethered to God. That's it. Believe it or not, you know, being married almost two years in July, be married two years in July. I'm not attached to my wife. I have mm. to run my race and yes, we are connected. Yes, we are one, but I can't base my well being and my emotional well being on whether or not my wife tells me, Oh, you did a great job with that. Yeah. Because that is codependency and that is mm-hmm. not healthy at all because she can't live her authentic true life and neither can I without each other. Yes, we are one. Yes, we do life together. Yes, we are connected, but yeah. we need to be tethered to God. And when we are that way, the connection and intimacy is so much deeper. We're so much closer to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so important. So, so how would you say to somebody, especially like in talking about that. And I think so many of us look for our worth and look for our answers in people. Like, I love that you kind of talked about that, you know, definitely within marriage, but also in all kinds of relationships, looking for that, um, whether it is that affirmation, whether it's all of that. So, so in your journey, what were some of maybe the steps or some of the lessons that you have learned or are learning along the way from taking your affirmation and seeking your affirmation from others and externally and transitioning that to affirmation and love from the Lord and, and for yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the, the first step is acknowledging it and being honest, like what we talked about. Yeah being honest, saying, wow, I, I've been really dependent on what other people think about me. That's a hot phrase right now in the motivational space. I don't care about what other people think about you. You can just suppress and be like, yeah, I don't care about what other people think about me. 
while you're saying that, you're hoping to get a reaction from somebody that's like, yeah, great job. Right? So you're hoping <laughs> you're getting a reaction from somebody or just caring about what other people think about you by saying, yeah. I don't care about what other people think about me. So mm. understanding and being objective, having that honest answer and conversation with yourself and saying, okay, right now I'm addicted to what other people think about me. I'm constantly looking over my shoulder. I'm constantly re refreshing my social media to see how many likes I have. I'm constantly yeah. doing things for likes on social media because it's a hot topic. We can say that or whatever, whatever you have it. And once you can be honest with that and not judge yourself, but be honest, wow, I've been addicted to this. You begin mm -hmm. to walk and start your journey in emotional sobriety is what it is. Yeah. And it is a process of letting go, realizing that other people are just humans and mm. taking deep breaths and understanding that those people come and go. Those people are in and out some longer than others, but man, they, they don't impact your life. They don't, you are in control of you right now and forever. If you are adjusting and changing how you live based on someone else's reaction, it is a moving target. If you're chasing what's popular, it is a moving target. You will always miss or you will always be late. And so yeah. sitting in that and, and taking a deep breath and, and just moving through that place of, of letting go of what other people think about you and begin to gain confidence in yourself whether it's the smallest things, acknowledging those things, that is the beginning process. And it is just a continual process of letting go that we are all on this journey for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good, man. There's just like so many nuggets that you dropped today. I, I just felt like every single second of this conversation, you just bring so much wisdom and your honesty and vulnerability is, is so valuable. So as we're wrapping up, what do you have any like last bit of encouragement for somebody who maybe is listening and they have seen themselves maybe in, in one of those three ways of letting goes that you have talked about, whether it's repression or expression, like what, or projections, the third one, but what would you say to somebody who's like, yeah, yeah, that's something, <laughs> that's something I'm dealing with. Like, how would you encourage them? I would encourage them by first off telling them, you are not behind or you are not out of place. You are not a lone wolf. You are not a fraud. You're not part of the Island of Misfit Toys, right? You are just on this journey and you have the opportunity to take on so much responsibility for your own life and you deserve to be free. And you have the responsibility to step into that freedom. If you go into the, into the word and you, and you think about the Israelites going to the promised land, that journey was supposed to take a few weeks. And because of their still prisoner mindset and them being addicted to other things, their journey took 40 years. A whole generation died off. I, you deserve to be free right now. And you can walk in that. It's just a decision. If you're afraid, you're addicted to fear. You can just 
let fear go. Mm. As simple as that sounds, it's hard. It can seem hard. As scary as that can be, it is so very simple. As simple as it sounds, it is simple. You can just let it go and experience the fullness of life that God has created for you. That's so good. Oh, thank you. If somebody was listening and wants to connect with you further, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Best way to get in touch with me is definitely on Instagram. I have a Twitter, but I just watch all my sports stuff on Twitter. So I don't really, <laughs> I don't really use Twitter for for connecting with people. Instagram is the best thing. I'm I'm getting on to Clubhouse a little bit, but Instagram is the best okay. one for me. It's just underscore Dom Leo underscore. Perfect. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes and all of that. So if you want to connect with Dom further, chat with him further about any of this, you can. Well, thanks so much. I'm so thankful for this conversation. I'm thankful for you. I love you. I'm so honored to be your sis and to watch you grow and develop into an incredible person and continuing to grow into an incredible person that God has designed for you. And so thanks for taking some time and chatting with me and having this conversation and just drop in your nuggets. Absolutely. Thank you for having me and for everyone that's listening. appreciate you listening and happy to connect with you and have some conversations about it because I'm ever growing and involved and evolving as well. I love that mindset. I love that. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to go ahead and close this episode. That's all for today. If you need anything, you know where to find us. I hope that this conversation left you feeling a little less alone and you feel a little more seen and just know that you are loved, seen by God, and Mm -hmm. you are deserving of love yourself. So I'm in your corner and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Grace for the Growth podcast with Courtney Leo. I hope that this conversation encouraged you and inspired you on your own growth journey and as you pursue a life full of authenticity and freedom. I want to encourage you to interact with us on social media at Grace for the Growth and at Courtney Y. Leo. Also, if you've got any ideas, way that these episodes have impacted you or encouraged you, I want to invite you to either DM us or email us at hello at graceforthegrowth.com. Until next time, I challenge you to embrace your story, welcome the messy, sit in the unknown, and live authentically. Bye-bye now.